Hi, this is Stacy Hyde, and I'm back with another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less. If you've listened to our podcast before, you've heard me talk a lot about market volatility, what's going on, things you can do. But what I really want to focus on today is your retirement account. And what I mean by that is there's interesting study that was just done that looked at people's behavior in conjunction with the markets overall. And what they found were some very interesting studies that equated how often people checked their accounts with how much they would wind up with at retirement. So, you know, the big 401k providers like Vanguard and Fidelity have a ton of data that researchers can access. And what they found is the less people looked at their accounts, the greater their account balances. And here I think is a key thing to keep in mind. 46% of the time of days, I'm not talking about years, whatever, but 46% of the days, the markets are down. Some days it may be just barely kind of flat, but so almost half the time, if you're checking your account every day, you're going to see something bad. And psychological studies have shown time and time again that we feel the pain of loss much more so than we feel pleasure with the gain. So because I think what happens is, is if we see it up, then that sort of becomes our target in our mind. And then anything that goes down from there, we're upset about. And what the study suggests is that you should look at your retirement account once a year. Um, and that makes some assumptions that, you know, you're not using a brokerage window and buying, you know, a bunch of individual stocks, but that you have a well thought out asset allocation, either using maybe a target date fund or an allocation program, or maybe you've met with, um, a financial planner and they've, they've helped you allocate your funds. So assumption is that you have something that's well thought out and you don't really need to change it because the market going up and down is really just noise. And I will tell you, we work with a large corporation and I've looked at thousands of their, they call their employees teammates, 401ks and the people who have the greatest balances by and large, tell me that there was a period of time during the great financial crisis back in 2008, 2009, where they on purpose forgot their password. And so they didn't look at it. They signed up for online statements and then just didn't look. And then they came in to meet with one of our team several years later, got back on and they're like, oh, wow, this looks great. And, but during that time they continued to contribute so I think that that goes to show once again, that a lot of things around money are not necessarily about math, it's about behavior. And it can be very disturbing to go look and think, oh, I'm doing the wrong things. The same study also looked at um, what happened when people called in instead of going in themselves and just selling out of everything and going to cash, what happens if they called in and talk to um, a call center representative. What they found is just by talking to someone about the decision is 
they wound up with more money in stocks. And that over time, because stocks have outformed bonds and cash fairly significantly over time, they wound up with higher account balances too. The other thing to remember is if you sell out now and you go all to cash, you're going to have to save substantially more because you're going to have cash-like returns. One, two, you know, maybe 3%. I kind of doubt that. But much lower returns than the, let's just call it 7 to 10% that are very um, doable returns over time for the stock market. Yes, you're going to have some years where they're at 35%. You're going to have some years where they're likely down that much. But on average, you should be in that 7 to 10% range. And that is going to allow you to have a good retirement and save that, you know, 10 to 15% that we recommend. Because if you're hoping to have your retirement and not take any risk in the markets, you're going to have to save 25% or more because that's just the way that math works, unfortunately. So there is risk in being in the markets, but I would argue that there's also huge risk to not being in them. And the key is just to figure out how to make that work for you. Some people can impassionately look at it and it doesn't you know, cause them to worry because they just know that that's what the markets are doing. But I think most people, it can cause them some anxiety. It can cause them to lose sleep. And for them, I think it's better just to not look at all. And if that's you, take that app off your phone so that you're not tempted to look at it. You know, make make it harder on yourself. Delete that password um, from your uh, browsers remembering passwords so that you have to go through some trouble to get on again. And it might just help you not worry so much and just keep contributing. I hope that's helpful. Um, it's one of the, the many things that I often say about personal finance. There's nothing exciting or sexy about it. In fact, it's pretty boring, but boring works over time. That that's how you become the millionaire next door. And I think that especially if you start young, contribute regularly, increase over time until you get to that 10 to 15% in your 401k, you're always going to be okay because the math works and patience works over time. Warren Buffett acquired the bulk of his wealth when he was over 65 years old. And that was just the power of the math and compounding over time. So I hope that you will um, take these words to heart, worry less, look at your 401k less, and live life more. Have a great day. This is Stacy Hyde, and this has been another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less.